0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet. Hello everyone, you're back listening to Saturday Class Live. I am your host, Jack Graham. And usually I'm joined by one of the SDL boys, but Scott can't make it. Dave's fucked off to Mexico. Rise to do very well. So, but we get the, the fifth man of the band, the, the unseen man, the, the, the man that does the scores, the man that actually inputs the stats, the man, the man that has this whole podcast under his thumb. It is none other than Stephen Wilson. Stephen, how are you doing?
1: Yeah, Jack, not too bad. Uh, always happy to bail you boys out of jail, despite he's given me constant grief on this show. Near enough every week for something. Uh, especially that bastard Douglish. It's Kevin
0: joined in and he picks up quite a lot, doesn't he? Aye, aye, thinks he's
1: Billy Big Boss, you
0: know? It's like, <laughs> like oh, I'm Jack's pal, I'll come for the draft. Ha 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 ha, yeah. <laughs> I mean, now now he's well no After he got his fast new internet, and he still can't do the shows. So yeah, yeah, you're, you're in, Stephen. You're in, We'll will we'll crack on, right? you stuff. And uh And third this week it is none other than the man that defeated Baron Corbin in his fancy suit it is Cody Rhodes. Cody got ten points this week. It's not surprising that uh, since his since his return to to WWE and what it means to the draft, obviously has been injured. But as soon as he was going to come back, he was always going to be such a prominent scorer. Yeah, it's a safe bet to have Cody in,
1: you know, because you know Royal Rumble winner, going to get momentum. I didn't expect him to wrestle at this point. I thought they might have kept him a bit, you know, fresh. Obviously, he just came back from his injury. I don't think they would, think they would have had him wrestle, especially before Chamber. So, yeah, surprising one and some, uh, some good points for uh, Dave and Gary, who have, had a, who
0: have had a very good week overall. Uh, they've, they've done, they've done not too bad, and someone else that has done not too bad is one of their picks with a uh, Gunther. I believe that was Ross and Scott that have him. Um, they also got a successful, re- successful retention last night against uh, a very formidable opponent and uh, Madcap Moss, uh, in in Montreal, obviously they won't. He probably won't be on the chamber, so getting that a title win there is, is good form, and obviously you can't you can't knock a title win in these early stages of the season. No, definitely not, uh, and I think Scott alluded
1: to it I think in one of our chats last week, the minute it was uh, announced that Madcap Moss had won that fatal four-way last week, I think he said, give me the points now uh, <laughs> which, no disrespect to Madcap Moss, I think we probably should have, but it was quite comfortable for him. Uh, Gunther, has been a ever since he's been called up to the main roster Jack, he's been a very reliable pick, he got used 66 Aye. points a couple of seasons ago uh, he got Scott 41 last year, Scott obviously liked him which is why I picked him in first round, Wrong me and back. Andy. Yeah, me and Andy had them eared up for our first pick. And obviously he took off the board very early. But yeah, uh, title points is and the road to WrestleMania is what you kind of hope, especially now the mid-card titles on WWE are getting a bit more uh, presentation. So yeah, good points. And I'm happy as well, because two appearance points for Imperium.
0: Exactly, that worked out pretty well. But another another pick that worked out obviously going back to the, the draft selection for the second round, you you and Andy obviously be able to draft last. Everyone wanted Asuka. And no one was ready for Asuka except for you, Stephen and Andy. And she's got sixteen points this week. She's got a chamber match. I she was she wrestled yesterday. It's, this could be a very, very good week for Asuka and turn your team. Yeah, I mean I'm I was just a bit disappointed that she faced uh live on
1: Smackdown last night because we also have live in our team but yeah As- we went with Ask obviously because uh, we, dra- we drafted the night the day after the first Raw after Rumble and then obviously Asuka was announced to be in the Chamber match and I thought she was just going to run Riot based on the Rumble and she's uh, gained more points before Chamber than I anticipated but yeah very happy uh, Asuka historically when she was in the role she's a great pick in the draft especially during the the pandemic uh, seasons we had, she was an absolute juggernaut. She's All not right. been that type of scorer for a good couple of years, so hopefully that uh, turns around this season.
0: I hope so. Anyway, <laughs> with the chamber she was, oh, tonight, sorry, she, she was up there in the kind of not not as high echelons, but up there in the kind of the 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 mix of conversation with the with Sasha Banks and Bailey. Mm-hmm. And, and the kind of high high scorers eh, during the, the, the pandemic era when I when I believe when Becky had to give up the, the belt but money in the bank and she won it she was very good at, at, at that point so I think with this kind of refreshed gimmick so to speak I think yeah. this could work out very she was, well and obviously she gonna, was she was a top five uh, scorer for three seasons on the drop season five to seven you so, can't knock that yeah we right, we right. What we usually do, we move on to our uh, overall scorings of the week, and the pair of fannies are absolutely a pair of fannies right now. Me and Ryan the at fourteen points. It's not been the the start we hoped for. We only got four points this week. Obviously, Kevin Owens hasn't appeared, and Solo Sokoa hasn't appeared. which is very annoying, but you know, we move on. We move on. We'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But it's not. It's not been the great start for us. And uh, I was going to say it's not been a great start for our next pick either. But that's probably just because of how shit we've done. And they're they're sixth, but there's a 19 point gap between us in sixth place. And you know what? I I will take back the the, the ship because you know that's all pretty close cool from, from sixth to first. Uh, Goats incarnate of uh, David Campbell and Tom Brock on 33 points. Uh, Alba Goo grabs 2.0. Graham and Clark in fifth with 36 points. Tyrus, serenity anything out of Scott McLeod and Ross McLeod? on 36 points 2 the transatlantic heartbreaker sitting pretty in third well tied second actually Ryan Gallagher and Chris Lowell present 38 points tied with yourself Stephen and Andy with Andy and Stephen in the morning and then we've got men of mission 2.0 9 points ahead 147 with David Hoppen and Gary Kernan Uh, I guess when you look I remember when we were kind of doing our our usual pre-show before the scoring begins and we looked at David Hartney and Gary's team. None of us really said that we were expecting them to win, or like I may mean, said they were a dark horse. But uh, are you surprised at how high up they are so early in the season? Uh, and I thought they'd be kind of floating
1: up there. Didn't think they'd be top. Uh, Damian Priest has wrestled a cup a bit more than I expected early. Didn't think he'd be wrestling as much. Uh, obviously going in with you, he had a qualifier for the chamber, but I didn't think he would really wrestle this week. Uh, I think they are benefiting from the double judgment day. One of uh, Priest and Dominic. Uh, the other one who I've got, who have got that is Go and Tom, but they had a week less really because of uh, Rhea being off last week. So yeah. I, th- I think that could help them. A lot. The one that you have mentioned and we mentioned for Raquel could go either way for David Gary because she could she could have a couple one or two eliminations in the chamber,
0: but I don't know where she goes post chamber to media. Uh we've got we've got to wait and find out. But we've got a lot of discussion to have next, even with the uh, with our, uh, our our interactive side of the show with our, with our listeners' league. There's been. Also, we'll go through the table, and there's been some some new introductions, Stephen. So, if you if you'd like to take it away for how the how the listeners are really treating up then we can discuss the kind of new things after. Yes, uh, I will do the David Hockney uh, with no Mexico
1: references. <laughs> Tech teams for no Mexico names, right. Uh, fifth place, we have Mike Nunn with the sports entertainers on 45. Mike was actually top going into last night's shows. No idea what the hell happened to him. Uh, benefiting from uh, Cody Rhodes as his captain this week. In uh, fourth place, we have Elliot Cantor with no chips allowed. Nosebleed for Elliot, being at so far at the top of the league, he's a Cardiff fan. Uh, they don't experience being that high up in a league very often. Uh similar-ish one for him, Cody Rose's captain doing well and also some good points last night from uh, Kerry Omega and uh, the team of McIntyre and Sheamus who actually did some good numbers for a lot of the folk who are in this top five Uh, we have Craig Forsyth in third with oh my god, my uncle never touched me but Mitch sure did Uh, (laughs) uh, yeah uh, Mitch, uh, another listener's league competitor, just outside the top five this week, he'll wish they would swap places with Craig uh, similar pattern to Elliot, Cody Rhodes uh, McIntyre and Shamist, Kerry Omega uh, doing some good numbers for him, he has Austin Feary in his team so he'll hope for some good points from the chamber tonight, uh, second place we have Elora May with team top Prin on 50 points uh, she was the last person to submit a team for the listeners league, but with Jade Cargill as her captain, that helped her with a successful uh, TBS title defense last night. She also had Kerry Omega, McIntyre and Sheamus and the Young Bucks on her team, as well as Sami Zayn. So plenty of Friday night power for her definitely last night. But we have a U leader and it's a first time listeners league competitor of Ross McClucky with Los Ingonables de Jamon on 53 points. Uh, Jade Cargo was his captain as well, so some good points for him, as well as Cody Rhodes, Asuka uh, and Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega, recurring theme at the top of the league. He was picked by seven people and pretty much the majority of them were in the top seven of the league right now. So uh, as a final round pick, Kenny Omega is proving uh, a good selection and I believe he was picked by three of the four of you guys on SDL for your listeners League team to beat, which is actually topped if you listeners league team to beat table is top by Scott McLeod. So <laughs> there we go. Oh, wow! On 57
0: points, Scott would have if he was a listeners League competitor. That's quite interesting. Also, we have the luxury of kind of doing it the week after. I know it's still the same idea, but we can still maybe get a bit of a better grasp so of what's with, what's with happening. But I mean, Ross and Alora, first time. Comparison, I think Arsenal putting the other participants a shame good, good on them mm-hmm. obviously then the cabinet say Jade Cargill's worked for this week we can mm-hmm. see how it goes later on and Ross just coming in and uh, Kenny Omega and Jade both successful take defences um Corey Rhodes obviously that claim hasn't worked out for him as of yet but still still looks very good This maybe, maybe the other participants can learn I think that two from some units you know yeah we know we never know but uh, it's not all about the league this season as it, we, we've, we've, you, if everyone has seen on Twitter, uh, we've and the introduction, last us the league cup, and I think especially going into next season, Steven, looking at a longer season, we've got it's good to have great implications on the 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 folk we've got competing next season. So if you're ready, I, 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 for all that haven't seen it on on uh, on Twitter, do you want to maybe just give a, a rundown of, of of what we've got going on here? Yes, I'll try and
1: not drag this, but on a bit because a bit on this, so we have 32 people in the Listeners League this year, now we this season, not something we've ever had before, I don't, can't guarantee currently we might have it again so I thought 32, perfect for a bracket style thing, so we'll introduce the Listeners League Cup, which is a single Eliminator style tournament, much like your Scottish Cup, FA Cup or to use a wrestling one, the U Japan Cup uh, sco- uh, pretty much it says 1v1 which was randomly determined by Jack's favourite apparatus, the wheel. Oh. Uh, uh, pretty much, the, the people who go through is determined by weekly score, which makes it a bit interesting, I thought, Jack, because if he did it by overall score, uh, it might be uh, skewed to the people at the top of the league. So doing it weekly gives the people at the bottom of the table a bit of a chance. Uh, it's one week worth of scores other than the semi-final and the finals, which are two weeks, Uh I think I've worked it out that the semi-finals included uh, Revolution and the finals obviously include WrestleMania. Uh, And pretty much it runs uh, as pretty much a tournament like that until we get a winner at WrestleMania Sunday. Uh, The last 32 round was the week up until today. So we have pretty much our last 16 determined, which, Jack, if you don't mind, I'll quickly go through for you. Of course. Uh, give the listeners and the people in the league the chance to see who went through. So we had, on the left side of the bracket, we had Stuart Cowie advancing, defeating Alan Skinner by 24-21. to 21. Uh, A former Listeners League winner, Matt Smith, uh, will face Stuart in the last 16. He beat Colin Blackburn 11-7, not exactly a high-scoring match there. We did have a high-scoring match next door with Ross McClucky, the league leader, defeating Craig Forsyth by 37 points to 28. And he will face David Campbell's favourite Listener's League competitor, Robert Shaw, who beat Ross Henderson 21-19. Uh, also, we have Elliot Cantor advancing. He beat he demolished Johnny Adam by 27 points to 14. He'll face David Collins, who defeated Lachlan Higgott uh, 18-10. to We have Mike Angus uh, of uh, English Wrestling Commentator fame. He beat one of the Progress Wrestling owners, Lee McAtea, 26 points to eight. Some bragging rights in the Progress locker room there for Mike. Uh, And he will face another Mike, Mike Nunn, who beat Bertie Wanless, 20 points to 16. Uh, On the right side, Alan Laurie, Scotland's own uh, long-time fan of the podcast. He defeated John Sly, 27 points to 17. Jonathan Napier, he beat former Listeners League winner Dan Axel Jameson, 22 to 11. Bit of a demolishing there for um, for Dan. Uh, Alora May, we mentioned earlier on, she beat Adam Kelly. Now, uh, a former Listeners League winner, Alan, and one who was talking a bit of trash on Twitter about how he would beat uh, Alora. Well, Al- I can't pronounce her name really that well. But yeah, he was beaten comfortably, 33 to 24. Uh, Mitch might have got a bit of a pasting with uh, Craig Forsyth's name but he's through to, uh, to the last 16 he beat Gary Morris 25-22 to 22. Uh, Dan Wood, he's through he beat uh, Andy Springer 19-14 to 14, and he will face everyone's favourite uh, heel in the Listeners League as you'll know Jack, JP uh, he, <laughs> he beat Anthony Fitzpatrick 27-24 which was good for JP as he was bottom of the Listeners League last week uh, Tam McKay in the uh, another not classic listeners league match. He defeated Martin Best twelve to eleven. So the both progress owners who are in this league are out, and he will face Paddy, who beat Ross Brady twenty seven to twenty two. Uh, so the last sixteen of the of that cup will be next week. So whoever's on the SDL next week, Jack will have the joy of um, determining who will be through. The last sixteen, but yes, some people put on some good weekly scores there and some people scraping through by the skip by the fact that their
0: opponent had a shocker. I <laughs> think it's fair to say. So a bit of a mixed bag there. I think it's a very good thing, especially given the size effect. Too. Uh, the and of course the w-
1: yeah, and of course the winners um get a place in the in the league next year as well. Yeah. As the winner of the listeners' league. Uh at the moment we could still have a scenario given the way the table is, the winner of the cup is also the winner of the league but that'll mean that they get to draft first in, league, in the main league next year which should be uh, should be something if they have to do that because if you look at some listeners league competitors in the past who have came up,
0: they seem a bit fish out of water so having them draft first <laughs> <laughs> No I think it's a very good thing it's, it's good, good to have someone in for interaction but I think we'll, we'll quickly end the show in a week and a Rundown of the five matches on uh, Elimination Chamber tonight. Obviously, we do have uh, Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. Uh, Bobby Lashley is on Grant and Cuoco's team at two points. Does he pick up the win? Oh, uh, well, I'm not.
1: I'm. I'm not actually sure. I'm quite torn, especially the tease we had on SmackDown last night from uh, Bray Wyatt yeah. saying he wanted to face the winner. That would be interesting on both sides of it. Uh, oh, I don't know. I would maybe sway Brock. I don't know if Bobby, I like Bobby, but I don't know if Bobby Bray fills me with
0: as much hype. I think it'd be, if, it, if it became Bobby Bray and heart Business Reformed and the full White Six were there, I think that could be pretty interesting. Yeah, that could, be, that could be cool, but I think it could sway either way. Yeah. Got, I think one that I think is a pretty certainty. We'll see Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley defeat Edge and Beth Phoenix uh, tonight. Uh, it's gonna be. We've got Finn on uh, Finn and Rhea Ripley on uh, David Campbell and Tom Brock. Team. I think especially uh, Finn will probably face Edge at Mania. We'll probably take a loss there, and Rhea will probably won it uh, Mania as well. Right? you can't have real lose before Mania just to build up how strong she could be. saying think there's a pretty certainty of that match. The judge yeah. will one, win. Yeah, Beth's a, it's a good person to get a
1: win over uh, for rear. Beth going into the mania makes her look particularly strong, much
0: stronger going into that match with Charlotte. So that'll be, that'll be great points there for uh, Campbell and Tom. They'll be very happy with that. Ask a love Morgan, Nicky Cross, Raquel Rodriguez, Italia or Carmela. I believe that... Uh, Ozzy as Asker's on your team, and so's Liv. Nikki mm-hmm. Cross is on the team of Scott and Ross. Raquel is on the team of David and Gary. Uh, I think, is that, is that everyone? Yeah,
1: Natalia uh, and Camilla didn't get drafted. So we've only got those four And it. The thing about the chamber that is good, uh, Jack, is the fact that eliminations count as wins. So, uh, that could help some people more than others on that one. I think maybe Ask and Raquel are the ones I could see getting the the, the most wins, the most most elimination. Sorry, in that one.
0: Yeah, I think that's a, I think they'll probably a final two, and I think there's a certain that Ask winning this. Uh, the other one, which up until recent, I thought was pretty certain, but I'm not too sure how it's going to go. Austin Thierry, Seth Rollins, Johnny Gargano, Bronson, Damien Priest and Montez Ford to be one of the United States champion. Austin Thierry uh, was drafted pretty later on down actually compared to I uh, drafted number one but he drafted number uh, four for Scott. We've got Seth Rollins as well. Uh, he was number one pick for Ryan Chris. Johnny Gargano was uh, a part of your team as well so he got great representation to the Chambers matches tonight. Damian Priest and Dave's team. Uh, I don't believe Bronson Reed and Vantage Ford were, were drafted singles picks, so it's uh, it could be a very good night for you here, you know, Stephen. If Jonathan but I don't think so, but I I wouldn't be surprised if Seth Rollins wins this tonight.
1: Yeah, there's a there's a rumor going about that Austin Feary has recorded something that uh, is due to come out after in March, and he has the title belt. So, oh, right, okay. that's uh it's never set in stone by that one. They can obviously they can always change things like that. I don't think it's yeah. I don't think it's WWE related. Really. It's maybe like an advert or something like that. I'm not 100 percent sure. Uh but yeah, I think uh Seth and Austin Theory are the two favourites, I would say. I've got Johnny obviously in there, but I don't I'm not sure. He might pick up one elimination, but I'm not hedging my bets on it. And same with Priest for David Gary I can of see that. I think it could be either Ryan and Chris getting some points here, or Scott and Ross. If Fiery wins, I don't see him getting a lot of elimination. So I can see Bronson
0: yeah. get a couple, and he's undrafted. So that's inter- that could be interesting. See, the only reason I had cast doubt as I thought the head Rollins win is because of the story they're going with Rollins and Paul for Mania. Like, Paul doesn't care, he's not this or that. And I think if Rollins had the title, it could make that story just that wee bit. Not that it's not already good, but it adds that different element to it. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah. I, I don't know what it says. It's an interest. That's, that was the kind of only doubt I had, but I do, as you're going by logic's sake, it probably will be three one in this tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see that. I think so. But we've got one more match. Your your captain, no, not your captain, but uh, is in your team, your number one pick, Sammy Zayn. Is he going to get some sort of win against Ron Reigns tonight? It could be a DQ and doesn't matter how it is. Is he getting some sort of win tonight?
1: Oh, I, 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 again, I'm torn. I, I like how, I like going into a WWE show, pay-per-view, and not having full confidence what's going on. It makes it a bit intriguing. Yeah, I don't see a winning clean. I can't see a winning clean. Not a chance. I think there'll be something. I think that one of the Uso's will get involved, and in the Usos will get involved in this, and surely cost Sami in some way. Will it be a, a DQ win for Sami? I could see it. I think it's the one time that they, they could get away with it. Now, under the Triple H era, I think they could get away with it. But I didn't really we didn't pick me and Andy didn't pick Sammy for this particular uh pay per view because we didn't think he had a chance. We picked him mainly for the stretch post this pay per view at the mania. So if he gets something, out, it'll, it'll be a pleasant surprise, it'll be a boost for us. And given the fact the night we've potentially got tonight,
0: it could propel us up right up the table. Absolutely, it could be a very good night, but we'll wait and see. But well, that's all the time we've got. Saturday draft. Live, I'm afraid this uh, this this Saturday. Obviously, coming Saturday Saturday. Uh, Stephen, thanks very much for stepping in real quick uh, on the, on on just such short notice. It's much appreciated. Yes, I should be
1: having words with the the rest of the lads. Uh, not Dave. I don't want to hear about Mexico anymore. But other than that, I'll be having a word. <laughs> <laughs> having
0: a word. Get your ducks in order, lads. Come on. Well, so, yeah, it's, uh, Saturday draft. Live, you've been listening to us on Spotify, iTunes. And go wherever you get your podcasts. That you'll find us there. So check us out. Please, we've got our own website, Eat Sleep we've Got our full back catalog of all our feature shows: Central, East, and East West, Our Quiz Showdown, Our Full Back, Our Full Back Catalog is on there. So check out every possible show you can. Uh, we've got our Twitter page of uh, at Suplex Retweet, and we've got our uh, Instagram page. We've got TikTok, Facebook, Unity Group, YouTube. We're all over the shop. So just check us out wherever you can. Uh, We're we'll back next week. We'll be talking, no doubt, the post post showdown of uh, elimination chamber, how that's all shaped up. The the, the next round of the Western League Cup, how they've got on. So we'll we'll catch us then. We'll see you later on. Bye bye. Hi, I'm Scott McLeod and I'm Grant McRobbie We are the host of the monthly show on East east Retreat: East meets
1: West, where we'll bring you all the latest happenings, reviews, and big events from New Japan and the land of the Far East. You can remember to check that out on the Eat, Seek Suplex, Retreat podcast feed on all
0: good Android podcasting and sites like Anchor, Spotify, or iTunes now.